Now, top story this morning, uh, is there a shortage of GPs in Norfolk? And is the problem only going to get worse? Research carried out by the Liberal Democrats shows over a quarter of GPs in the county are nearing retirement age. That is higher than the national average. Uh, the research also shows that the number of fully qualified and full-time GPs nationally has fallen by 2,165 since September 2015. So what could this mean for communities here and our healthcare uh, situation? Uh, Stefan Ackerone uh, is the Lib Dem candidate for North Norfolk and he's here in the studio this morning. Stefan, thanks for coming in. Good morning. Um, now, the Lib Dems have carried out this research. I've mentioned some of the, the figures there. Uh, what, what, how concerned are you about the, the age of our GPs in Norfolk? With due respect to any listening this morning, we're not saying they're all old, but what, what, are, you, what are you worried about? Well, it's not so much the age as the retirement intention that I'm concerned about. Uh, those figures that show that uh, more than, well, ne- ne- nearly a quarter of GPs nationally, but, but 27% of GPs in North Norfolk um, are nearing retirement age and the biggest problem with that isn't that per se it's the lack of pipeline of new GPs coming into the profession the Conservatives promised in their 2019 manifesto to recruit more GPs but in fact the opposite has happened and I'm really concerned that an already acute problem for the people in Norfolk is going to get worse. We've seen a similar thing with dentists, haven't we? Uh, Are you worried that GPs could be the next healthcare professional that we are short of in Norfolk? I think we're already short of GPs and... Well, I'll put it this way. I went to the Blakeney public meeting a few weeks ago um, on the consultation of the future of Blakeney surgery. And a lot of people there um, I met were very angry. And we've got every reason to be. Part of the challenge is covering three uh, surgeries with GPs and other healthcare professionals. Duncan Baker, who wasn't at the meeting, had a letter read out where he seemed to be putting the blame firmly at the feet of Holt Medical Practice. And I think they've got definitely questions to answer here but it completely ignores the background to all this which is that under the conservative government we've seen our nhs brought to its knees and i yes to answer your question i am worried that gps will be as rare as dentists they're already hard to get hold of but it could get worse the government says it is making more training places available it's putting more into getting healthcare professionals including gps trained for the future I think if this government achieves anything that it says at the moment, it's akin to rearranging deck chairs on the Titanic. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm so underwhelmed by promises coming from, from all politicians in government and in opposition at the moment. I think we've got to get real and look at the long-term reforms and changes that are needed. And that's part of what the Liberal Democrats are, are promising. I think when it comes to healthcare, particularly for older residents, but for all of us, when you want to try and change the way you deliver healthcare, you have to do it in lockstep with people's preferences. So there are lots of good ideas coming into the health service from within the NHS about moving people to directly uh, appointments with physiotherapists if they need physio rather than their GP. But the bottom line is that people want to see a GP and that's why we are committing in our policy, our manifesto, uh, to giving a legal right to patients to see a GP within a week or 24 hours if it's urgent. We have to start where people are now and if there are new ways of delivering healthcare in the future we will attract them to them, not enforce them. In terms of the, the, the age of GPs, what, what is the solution? Is it to hope that GPs will be prepared to work a little bit longer, that they'll, they'll be enjoying the job enough, they'll be getting enough out of the job to work a little bit longer? I think there, there, there are a couple of parts to the solution. Clearly, in the immediate and acute term, we have to create a package that makes it worth people's while staying in practice. And there are things like pension reforms that have made that an uphill battle that needs to be looked at immediately to stop this from becoming an acute problem. But we also need to rethink the package that's on offer to uh, doctors, healthcare professionals and trainees. And yes, of course, it's about long term recruitment uh, and entering into medicine. But medicine is a hard subject, takes many years to to qualify. in, so it's not going to create the 
change we need overnight. Now, again, w- when we started talking about the issue with dentists, we, we initially talked about it as a Norfolk problem, and it became apparent over the, the weeks and months that actually it was a nationwide issue, and there are other parts of the country having the, the, the same issue. So another part of this is what should the NHS in Norfolk be doing now to make sure that it is in the best position compared to the rest of the country to recruit GPs? Because it does come down to that, doesn't it? When there are GPs qualifying, there is still the onus on Norfolk to be an appealing place for those GPs to come to work. Yes, I think the the underlying point that you've made is we could put all the training centres we like into Norfolk. It doesn't mean that we would get healthcare professionals staying here. Um, I think Norfolk's a beautiful place to live and there are many things that make it an attractive place to work as well. I don't think that's the problem. I think the underlying problem is a national shortage of qualified professionals and we're we're desperate. We're we're desperate for dentists. We're we're desperate for, for doctors. We've got to save our surgeries and protect our medical facilities and I think we've we've seen the reality and it makes me absolutely furious that this Conservative government has nearly killed our NHS. I'm angry and the people of Norfolk fundamentally should be angry with the government for this as well. So what should the NHS in Norfolk be doing now? If you're you're highlighting and saying look you've got this many GPs who are nearing retirement age, what should they be doing now here in Norfolk with the resources they've got to try to stop this from becoming the issue that you're worried it might? As long as it's not the only thing that's done, they need to be creating a package that keeps people in practice and disincentivises them from retiring and Norfolk's NHS services on their own can't change the pension system that's caused part of the problem but they could meet them, have a public meeting with all the healthcare professionals say to them, look, this is the problem we need your help, make a rallying cry I'm sure that the doctors that I've met in the past few months talking about this issue would rise to that challenge if they knew there were bigger reforms in the pipeline that would lead to better longer term recruitment. So you've spoken to to GPs then about those that are nearing retirement, What, what are they telling you? Uh, they're, they're telling us that um, many of them were already reducing their hours because the NHS is a challenging place to work. Quite a lot of them are working part-time as an alternative to retirement. But the, the biggest thing is is money. If you've spent your whole career preparing for retirement and planning your pension, and then the goalposts change, and there were all sorts of underlying changes to our tax system and our pension tax system in particular that have happened in the past few years that haven't really got a huge amount of attention, but this has made it financially perverse it's going to cost GPs more than they were paying at the peak of their earnings and career to stay in practice. And that, that's the biggest fundamental thing. It's not about care or carelessness. It's about the pure reality that people can't afford to take a pay cut just to stay in practice. And how much, do it, do, when you're talking to, to, to people that you hope will vote for you at the next election, how, how much does the seeing their GP come up as an issue? Is, is it an issue already in Norfolk? Do people tell you they're having to wait a long time to see a doctor? Health and healthcare services in general are, I think, the biggest issue facing the voters of Norfolk and North Norfolk in particular. That's not just GPs, it's also dentists, but it's also access to medical facilities. We have facilities in Cromer Hospital that are brand new, that people worked hard to fund, that can't be used because of the chronic staffing shortages. So all of the above, it's healthcare, the cost of living crisis. These are the things that are really pressing on people's minds at the moment. Thank you for coming in to see us this morning. Um, Your thoughts then on this one. 